Sports Review, presented by Arnie's and heard here on Thunder 103.9. The time has come to get all up to date on all things Montgomery County High School sports and more. Now live from the Breakfast Company, let's join our host for the Montgomery County Sports Review, presented by Arnie's right here on Thunder 103.9 WIMC-FM, Crawfordsville. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Breakfast Company. We're live on Thunder 103.9. I'm Jerry McMurray alongside Cody Emerson. You're listening to the Montgomery County Sports Review, brought to you by Arnie's of Crawfordsville. And we're going to go straight to Southmont girls basketball coach Dan Berkman. Coach, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. And the Mounties fresh off a win Thursday night over Attica. Coach, uh, just how are things going here as we enter the second month of the season? Yeah, second month, but we're about half done. <laughs> you know, it seems like we've played um, I think I'll, 10 or 11 games at this 11, point. I so, so yeah. um, I Surprisingly, even though we're, I think we're 5 and 6, I feel like we're, we're getting a little better each, each day in each game, so I'm still optimistic, you know, for the long run. We played pretty well Thursday night uh, against Attica put together you know offense got going and our defense was pretty have been you know pretty consistent all year so um, put those two things together kind of was a good thing Thursday yeah that responded from you had that loss right before Thanksgiving a one-point loss and then a close game you battled back against Park Heritage earlier in the week I know Park Heritage a, a team or both of those teams are sectional teams that right. you potentially see so probably good to see that bounce back win Thursday yeah definitely I mean just to just to get the win it was you know because that was a, over about a week and a half period so that's a long time to you know think about the, those things right. um but yeah those those two games i mean you know we learned a little bit about ourselves and also um north putt and park heritage so um i think we'll be ready if we happen to come up against them again coach i mean in that on thursday against attica i mean no delo was i think that 19 and 10 and the 10 is not assists, it's not rebounds, it's steals. I yeah. know she's, we, we talked a little bit about how she's been one of the one of the state leaders so far in steals and no, you you ask a lot of her with only with being one of your leaders, and but she's more than capable of doing anything and everything that you ask of her yeah. on any given night. And it was yeah. a good night for her on Thursday. Well, Thursday night, um, she t turned out to be just two rebounds away from a triple double. So I mean, she she not only you know leads us in steals. Clearly, she's got ten the last two games, um, but she's also one of our top rebounders, which is you know <laughs> a little different, I guess, for a five three five four <laughs> guard. And has to you know, especially because didn't have a particular great game against Park Heritage. And, and no, she was a little under the weather, but um, I know that had to feel good for her and for you as a coach to see, your, see one of your leaders bounce back like Yeah, uh, Tuesday night against Park Heritage, D'Lo definitely was not herself. She, you know, she was, she'd been fighting a little head cold, and I think it just really got to her. She wasn't doing very well Tuesday yeah. night, but Thursday I could tell she felt better, and the way she played kind of showed it. Coach, how, how nice has it been? You know, you, you returned quite a bit of experience this year, but with DeLorean, with her experience on both sides of the floor, knowing what you guys, your identity, what you guys want to do, and then obviously she can handle the basketball. She's really carried you in more ways 
I mean, I know you, you'd like to see that scoring continue to increase from her, but she's carried you in a lot of ways so far this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I really, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with, with my team this year as far as um, they understand what we're trying to do and they really all buy in. And I think that's, you know, good things happen when that occurs. So, you know, Delo's definitely, she's not really a vocal leader, but she just kind of gets things done and other people see that. And, um, it, you know, it's a good thing for, for the whole team. You're right at the halfway point, 11 games of a 22-game regular season schedule. Where is this team at compared to what you thought they might be? I mean, there's so many meaningful basketball games still left to be played. Yeah, I I, I really thought we our record would be a little better at this time. Um, we just, a brutal schedule to start, late getting start with volleyball, I think, you know, sounds like excuses, I right. know, but it, it's just the way it was. And, you know, I feel like we're just now really kind of starting to sink a little bit, so... We look forward to the second part of the season. Just how nice is it going to be to have a full week of practice and preparation, not only because they'll get to work on some of the things that you need to improve on a, on a team, but when you look at the opponent on fri um, next Friday with Danville, probably one of the tough probably one of if not the toughest opponent you're going to see on your schedule it's going to be nice to have a full length of yeah. week of practice danville is definitely probably going to be the best team we play this year i think uh, at least what i've seen so far and it'll be nice just to have practice time because we've gone through a stretch here where we're basically playing a game one day practicing one day and then playing a game the next so um it, it'll be nice to Take a few days, you know, and just kind of do some shooting, easy things, and then kind of get focused next week on Danville. All righty, Coach. Well, hey, we thank you for coming in and joining us this morning. Best of luck. It'll be nice for you guys to have that week of practice to prepare for a second more conference, yeah. though. All right, thanks a lot. That was Southmont Coach Dan Berkman, the Mounties. They're 5-6. and six. They're right at the halfway point. They were 1-1 one one this week with a win over Park Heritage, or lost to Park Heritage, and then a win over Attica back in action Friday night. It's a big Sagamore Conference showdown. That's a doubleheader, the Warriors and the Mounties. Hey, we'll take a break, come back. It's assistant coach day here at the uh, Montgomery County Sports Review. We'll have Crawfordsville assistant Danny Pierce coming up next. The Athenians fell last night to Lebanon, Crawfordsville a little bit of a slow start. We'll talk with Coach Pierce when we come back. You're listening to the coverage of the Montgomery County Sports Review live on Thunder 103.9. Arnie's of Crawfordsville is proud to present the Montgomery County Sports Review. Aired on Thunder 103.9 WYMC Saturday mornings. Arnie's of Crawfordsville serves pizza, subs, sandwiches, dessert, and more. Order Arnie's of Crawfordsville for good food and great service every time. Meet you at Arnie's on 114 West Wabash Avenue. And listen for the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie's every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 to hear the latest on high school sports. Taylor, Chad, Manette, Schneider, and Clutter's commitment is to give clients sound legal counsel and valued legal services. They help people, businesses, and municipalities solve problems in many legal areas. When you call Taylor, Chad, Manette, Schneider, and Clutter, you can expect to be treated respectfully and with prompt service. They're committed to working with you to achieve your best result. For information or a consultation, go to tcmsclaw.com or call 361-9680. Taylor, Chad, Manette, Schneider, and Clutter. Commitment, service, community. 1892 is a pretty big year. The Pledge of Allegiance is first recited, 
Coca-Cola is founded, and James Neesmith publishes the rules of basketball. Oh, and Tri-County Bank opened its stores. This is Chuck Dixon, President and CEO. For 130 years, Tri-County Bank has served our great community, and we have plans to do so for at least 130 more. We do more than offer great banking products. You assist us at the county fairs, at school functions, and community events. Why? Because that's what community banks do. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Davis Morrison Realty is now Morrison Realty Keller Williams. New name with the same great service for residents of Montgomery and surrounding counties. For all your residential, commercial, and farm real estate needs, call Morrison Realty Keller Williams. For over 50 years, Morrison Realty Keller Williams have been there for West Central Indiana, providing dedication, persistence, and professional real estate knowledge. Call Morrison Realty Keller Williams at 765-362-5878. Now, back to the Montgomery County Sports Review, presented by Arnie. And live from the Breakfast Company, right here on Thunder 103.9. Welcome back to the Breakfast Company. We're live on Thunder 103.9. It's the Montgomery County Sports Review, brought to you by Arnie's. We're now joined by Carverdale assistant coach Danny Pierce. The Athenians boys last night fell 11-53 to 36. Coach, a two-game losing streak for, for you guys these last two games, but I, I know it was probably nice to jump into conference play and at least see what you're going to battle this season. Well, give us an idea kind of where we're at. Um, you know, going to Greencastle, I'm playing extremely well the way we played, and then going into the uh, next two games, Benton Central, we went up there, and uh, uh, they're, uh, you know, we're on the road at their place. They're playing at home finally, and and they're an, they're an experienced ball club, and uh, they got us. Uh, we turned the ball over too much. And then we went in last night. We, we came out of the gates. We played well. First half, we played well defensively. I thought uh, we did a nice job. We rebounded the ball. But the problem was, uh, and there's no secret to it, is that, and it's like I'm going to have a scouting report or anything like that, is that we're turning the ball over at, at times and uh, when we shouldn't be. Uh, we gotta we got to play tighter as a group uh, and uh, take care of, things on the offensive end and protect the ball coach i mean how important is it especially early on to get some of those well probably a lot of those young guys who haven't quite seen sagamore conference physical basketball they've seen it at the jv level but i know it's a major step up from the jv level to the varsity well, you know when you go from junior high and you go to to jv say you're a freshman you know they say wow you know the game's a lot quicker well, there's another step. Uh, when you go from JV to varsity, I mean, it's, it's more physical, bigger guys, and it's quicker, uh, and you got to be able to adjust to that. So that's what I'm saying, come together as a group. Yeah. Uh, get on the same page with each other and, and be able to uh, execute on the offensive end. Yeah, and we know you mentioned Benton Central, an experienced ball club. Lebanon has a lot of players back from last year as well. Probably going to look a lot different for you guys in a few weeks when you guys get that gain that experience. I mean, this is all about gaining experience in the early part of the season. And uh, and in doing that, as long as as you got a goal in mind, you know, uh, everybody gets on the same page, and then we start executing. You know, you're you're right and get a rhythm going. Last night, I thought Corsi got into a good rhythm. Uh, the Corsi that we know. Right. And he's, you know, battled injuries and stuff, and uh, and I thought he was going, and then all of a sudden he rolls his ankle, um, and so he's going, he's not going to play tonight. Uh, so when we get him back, 
he won't be totally at full strength, but hopefully he'll be sure. close enough that it'll be fine. I mean, Coach, how, I mean, how are you approaching these first few weeks as you want to use it as a learning experience, but you're also trying to, I mean, obviously the goal is to win ball games. So it's trying to find that fine balance of you still want to use these as teaching moments um, for, for your young team. Well, we want to come out of the gates right yeah. away. And you, like you said, you know, you want to win and everything like that. But it, um, the way we played at Greencastle, and they're young. Greencastle's mm -hmm. young. Sure. And we attacked the basket. We were able to. We defended. We had kept our turnovers down. And uh, uh, I thought at that point, I thought, hey, good things are going to happen. Sure. Well, then we turn around and play an experience ball club at Benton Central on the road. And we were fine until that fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. And then uh, our inexperience sure. started to show up just a little bit. Uh, then last night, we come out of the gates defensively better. Uh, but again, we cannot turn the ball yeah. over the way we're turning. Well, I think we had five or six turnovers in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. And that was towards midway towards the end of the first quarter. Yeah. And uh, that gives us less opportunities with the ball. Yeah. And it gives them the more possessions. And uh, uh, that's how you get behind it, especially if they start hitting the basket a couple times. Coach, when you talk about winning games with this, not just this team, but this program, so much success at both the junior varsity and varsity level, and you lose a couple games early in the season, what's going to be some of those discussions that you guys are going to not just have amongst your coaches, but with the players to make sure that you keep the eye on the prize of improvement and the wins will eventually come? Well, you start looking at yourself. You know, Instead of worrying about who we're playing or, or what they do, now we got to start saying, hey, what are we doing? Are we doing it well? You know, start worrying about ourselves, whether it's on offense or defense or whether it's rebounding, whether you're helping on defense, hedging ball screens. Uh, are you executing? That's what we got to worry about. And, we, and if we get ourselves in that position where we're, we're doing the things that we're supposed to be doing, uh, then good things are going to happen. Uh, but that's probably one of the themes that we're going to have is the fact is that how are we doing? What are we doing instead of worrying about, you know, what the opponents do? And that way you're ready for what comes right. at you and uh, and protect the ball. And back in action tonight against Attica, that's the beauty of high school basketball. You can forget about the night before pretty quickly. Yeah, if you have a bad night tonight, well, hey, here's our next game. Let's get going and, and put it together again and hopefully get that good feeling. Hopefully we'll be 500 by the end of the, right. end of the night. And, uh that would be a, a good feeling going into next week and being right. ready to play. All righty, Coach. Well, hey, thanks for coming in and joining us. Best I, of luck tonight against Attica. I appreciate it. That was Carbondale assistant coach Danny Pierce. Athenians falling last night to conference rival Lebanon, though, back in action tonight against the Red Ramblers of Attica. Hey, we'll take another break, come back. We've got some more coaches to get to this morning. You're listening to the Montgomery County Sports Review live on Thunder 103.9. Arnie's of Crawfordsville is proud to present the Montgomery County Sports Review. Aired on Thunder 103.9 WIMC Saturday mornings. Arnie's of Crawfordsville serves pizza, subs, sandwiches, dessert, and more. Order Arnie's of Crawfordsville for good food and great service every time. Meet you at Arnie's on 114 West Wabash Avenue. And listen for the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie's every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 to hear the latest on high school sports. 
Okay, let's make this easy. Tartar Insurance makes it very easy. The old-fashioned home visits and the care taken in making you secure in your coverage, making it easy by being a complete line agency with auto, home, life, business, even coverage on your classic car, a wedding, a pet, and the topic of today's most important asset you have, your personal information. Tartar Insurance making it easy. Peace of mind. Call 362-5552. Tartar Insurance, 2203 Indianapolis Road in Crawfordsville. Locally owned, Gould Body and Paint has proudly served the community and surrounding area for over 30 years. With the latest repair techniques, how to find hidden damage, and how to repair your car's critical safety features so they work properly again, Gould Body and Paint takes pride in providing their customers with the highest quality repair and commitment to restore their vehicle to its pre-accident condition. Gould Body and Paint, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and located at 607 Waynetown Road in Crawfordsville. Gould Body and Paint, check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Sound advice for serious matters. Henthorne, Harrison, Welliver is engaged in the general practice of law with an emphasis in estate planning, probate, real estate, small business, family, bankruptcy, and criminal and expungement matters. For unmatched personal attention and service, call Rex Henthorne, Monty Harris, Stu Welliver, Dave Peebles, or Scott Hoff at 362-4440. Henthorne, Harrison, Welliver. Sound advice for serious matters. Now, back to the Montgomery County Sports Review, presented by Arnie. And live from the Breakfast Company, right here on Thunder 103.9. Oh. Back here at the Breakfast Company, we're live on Thunder 103.9. It's the Montgomery County Sports Review, brought to you by Arnie's in Crawfordville. Hey, we're now joined by North Montgomery Boys Basketball Coach, Assistant Coach, Tom Lutz. The Chargers fall last night, 43-31, to Southmont Coach. You guys played really well for a half, and then second half. Of, uh, are, you, are you really going to bring up our third I, quarter I, problem with him? I have talked about this so many times on this radio show. Every time <laughs> I come in, I have to talk about our third quarter problem. So, so we got to talk. We got to fix that. We did spend some time on the bus last night on the way home as coaches, talking about <laughs> what can we do to fix that. But yeah, it did. We came out and and really competed early. We competed the whole game. Yeah. Um, you know, the foul trouble obviously hurt us a lot because we had to adjust who guarded who and, and some uh, lineups and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was disappointing to come out, you know, with a two-point lead and then it's ten straight points for yeah. South. Well, if you look at the defense, defensively, I felt like, you know, Carson Chad ended up with 16 points. Cody had him for 18 rebounds. A lot of offensive, I think 10 offensive yeah, boards but, yeah. had him for. Unofficially, my chickens. But, and I know Kelby Harwood got into foul trouble, but I felt like Kelby's defense on Chad in that first half, I mean, that – you guys had yeah, him we, locked down. We, we did. We 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 tried. And that foul we tried several. It, it did. It, it it did change things. And we tried. You know, we we went in with the idea to try different people on him just to sure. mix it up a little bit. And so we tried some, and then and then found some success with Kelby. Uh, but then you know, Carson's a good player. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna figure things out. So you can't can't guard him the same way every time. Um, and you know, just some some little things defensively, like our rotation still we're still working on. Um, you know, it was game two for us, so uh, we're we're still going to have to work on those things to get the help when we need it, and understand when we can't help because of somebody that can shoot. Uh, but yeah, it, it, uh, we did a good, really good job on them in the first half, yeah. and then obviously it let down a little bit in the second half. But um, you know, a, a lot of factors went into that. Well, they went from. Three of 14 at the line in the first half to 12 of 16 in the second half. That that 
really changed the complexion of the game. They got to the line 30 times. You guys only shot five free throws. Uh, yeah, uh, that was, uh, you know, as the game's going on, you can you felt that discrepancy, and it, and it was frustrating just because it wasn't like we were just settling and chucking threes right. the whole night. Right. We were we were trying to get in the paint, too. Uh, you know, felt like we probably should have shot a few more free throws, but, but you know, give South credit. They, they did what they had to to, um, to get to the line. Yeah. And so we just got to make sure that we're being more strong around the basket, uh, finishing better around the basket, just to just to make the officials make that call. Coach, how? I mean, how? What also is it telling with with the team? It's I mean, some, sometimes the calls don't go your way, and the, the kids have to adjust to that. And it's how important is it trying to tell them? It, you know what? If the calls aren't going our way, it's something that we just have to. A little bit of an adversity that they have. It, it is, and, and you're constantly preaching as you know, high school. Every coach, any level, is preaching about adversity and handling adversity, and it's always going to be a challenge. I mean, that's um, you know, Coach Radiker when he was here would talk about when we go go to road games. You got to be ten points better than somebody just yeah. because of they're playing in their home place. They're going to have a big crowd. They're going to you know, the, you never know what officiating is going to do, things like that. And those things can't be excuses. Sure. And that's that's the biggest thing you look at the frustration we have as a coaching staff of of the way it was officiated last night but that's not an excuse there's still a lot of things that we've got to do better uh if we're going to win and you've got to be ready to handle that kind of adversity and and you know and we did have some kids step up that got more playing time because of the foul trouble and did some positive things and and so it's just a matter of yeah getting over that mindset that yeah. i mean you, you, they're going to make bad calls they're going to make good calls it's it's been that way forever um, anytime you got a human being trying to to make those calls coach unlike against fountain central you did see a couple threes fall last night which i know that was nice to see but still didn't really ever feel like you guys could get into much of a rhythm offensively no we're, we're still trying to figure <clears throat> still trying to figure out our offense a little bit and uh, and figure out where people fit and you know that's we, we had again just like against fountain central we had some really good looks that didn't fall and you know at some point you know, whatever it is, it's it's spending the time in practice, it's spending time outside of practice, getting extra shots in, things like that. We got to make sure that uh, that we're ready to hit those shots, and and we know the go, we know we can hit shots, yeah. we know we can. It's just a matter of getting it going in a game, and at some point, you know, we're going to start hitting some shots, and and that could just feed everything else, just like the Fountain Central game. You know, if we even shoot 25% from three, now it's a 10-point game instead of a 20-point game. Um, you know, same thing last night. If we could up our percentage a little bit now, it's, you know, we're not letting them run away as much as they did, and hopefully that gives us a better margin to try to come back. Coach, I mean, in these first two games, I think it gave up 46 against Fountain Central and then 43 last night. So at least from a coaching standpoint, have to be fairly happy when in these first two games with how you're playing defensively. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we feel like, it's it's better than it has been. Um, you know, Coach Arnold's a perfectionist, and he expresses that clearly to our players all the time in practice. Um, and and you know, just leaving talking last night, it's like you know, our, our defense still not where it needs to be, still not where it needs to be. It's better, and you know, holding teams under fifty that that should give you a chance. Um, and and I think he said that uh, when you talk to him afterwards yeah. in the paper last night, it's like you know, hold somebody. Less than 50, you got to be able to score 50 in a game. So we've got to get that part figured out, but we've got to keep holding people to the around that 50 sure. point mark to give ourselves a chance. And then I mean, it's 
quick turnaround to them from you, you play a physical county game last night to a afternoon game um, today at on the road at Speedway. It's going to be going to have to have the kids are going to have to quickly dismiss that game last night right. and get, get ready for Right, yeah, we're bringing them in at uh, 10.30, shoot around a little bit, and then get on the bus and head over there for this weird afternoon game. Um, so, yeah, it's and, and you know, that Speedway's going to be a good physical team, too. So, uh, yeah, we, it's, it's going to be interesting mentally to see how our kids handle that, and that's something we've emphasized is we've got to be ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's we'll put that one behind us. We've got to be focusing on getting ready to play this game, and then we'll we'll come in Monday and really start working on okay some things that we don't do maybe didn't do so well last night today sure. on Monday to get us ready for next week. Coach, I know last night Cameron Inlow gets the start. Nate McCoy played a lot of minutes. A couple guys that didn't have a lot of varsity experience or any at all last year, but for the most part, you return a lot of guys this year with that experience. What have you seen through the first two games as far as some, just that competitive edge? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it, like I said, we're looking at the defense and it, it, it's better and I think that's part of it is just we've got returning guys and, and there are guys that can help the younger ones the inexperienced ones out a little bit with hey get there get there got to rotate here things like that so you know I feel like we've got a pretty solid base to build off of it's just we're, we're you know we're, we're gonna have to fix a few little things that could really make a difference all righty coach well, hey thanks for coming in join us this morning best of luck to you guys at speedway this afternoon Go right. them spark thanks players. a lot thanks a lot that was north montgomery assistant coach tom lutes the chargers fall last night county game to southmont 43-31 back in action don't want to forget this that. afternoon quick turnaround at speedway hey we'll take a break we'll be right back more coverage of montgomery county sports review brought to you by our news live on thunder 3.9 Arnie's of Crawfordsville is proud to present the Montgomery County Sports Review. Aired on Thunder 103.9 WIMC Saturday mornings. Arnie's of Crawfordsville serves pizza, subs, sandwiches, dessert, and more. Order Arnie's of Crawfordsville for good food and great service every time. Meet you at Arnie's on 114 West Wabash Avenue. And listen for the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie's every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 to hear the latest on high school sports. At your Napa Auto Parts of Crawfordsville, they're always on the lookout for quality products that will help you get the job done right and save you money. At Napa, you will always find great prices on the things you need to keep moving. Motor oil, filters, belts, hoses, wiper blades, brakes, headlights, and accessories. You will also enjoy legendary savings on legendary batteries. Napa has a complete line of parts you need on the farm, too. Stop by Napa Auto Parts of Crawfordsville, 200 West Market Street. We'd all appreciate a few guarantees that we can believe in these days. How about a guarantee on the price of gas or mortgage interest rates? Hi, I'm Derek Clore with Clore Insurance Group, and I think we all feel the strain of not knowing what to expect even tomorrow, let alone next year. Well, at Clore Insurance Group, we can offer some guarantees. We can guarantee your auto insurance premiums won't increase, and we can guarantee that your homeowner's insurance coverage will always be sufficient to get your home rebuilt. Can your current insurance do that? Call us at 765-361-6929 for your guarantees. Clore Insurance Group, a better way to do insurance. Harry's Alignment Plus, the finest auto repair and alignment shop in the world. All right, I guess I'm going overboard. But when it comes to alignment, auto repair and auto accessories, and diesel truck performance work and accessories, Perry's Alignment Plus is the place to take your vehicle. Perry's Alignment Plus, located south of Ladoga on County Road 550 East. Call 942-0122. Perry's Alignment Plus. If it's got wheels, we can fix it. 
Now, back to the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie. And live from the Breakfast Company, right here on Thunder 103.9. Welcome back to the Breakfast Company. We're live on Thunder 103.9. It's the Montgomery County Sports Review, brought to you by Arnie's Carpenter. We're now joined by North Montgomery Girls Basketball Assistant Coach Bob Riker. Bob, thank you for coming in and joining us this morning. You guys... A loss your last time out to Covington, 39-35, falling to two and eight on the season. I know that was probably a, fr a frustrating loss for you guys. Just kind of how the game went. Yeah, um, you shoot 60% from the free throw line. And you win two more games this year. Um, but we're young. We're working every day. Uh, winnable game. Uh, we really like to have that one back. Uh, change a couple things that happened. Uh, but at the end of the day, it comes down to making your free throws, and we just didn't do that. I mean, I mean. Especially with Piper getting no, she, especially last year, I was really impressed with her free throw shooting, and she gets to the line 18. I, I think I had her with eight, nine of 18 from the line. It's it's one of those things that I mean, it's nice to remind herself that she's only a sophomore, though. So it's kind of those. It's a, a learning moment, not just for her, but for the entire team. It's I mean, like I talked with Brian after the game. It's the little things in a close game like that. I mean, offensive rebounds, turnover, you know, a lot of turnover, especially in that first half, too. It's the little things that matter in a close game like that. Yeah. Um, whenever we get fired up and get on the girls, we have to remind ourselves we're playing a lot of sophomores and freshmen. Um, we got three seniors that are senior leaders, uh, but at the end of the day, um, we got a lot of sophomore freshmen getting a lot of minutes. Um, and it's a lot of learning for them. It's new to them. It's new to us. Um, so we just got to stay positive, keep encouraging them to get better. Uh, and one day at a time, we'll keep learning and getting better. Uh, Coach, as you move forward, you know, the next portion of your schedule, you're 10 games in, you're almost to that halfway point. You've kind of entered the second month of the season. You know, what's those discussions that you guys are having as far as getting toward your goal? I mean, I know uh, when you come off a winning season last year, and you lost so much experience. When you talk about wins and losses, sometimes that's not always the, the main part of the conversation. So where are you guys at when coming to achieving your goals toward the end of the season as you enter this second, really almost the second half, even though calendar-wise you're entering that second third? Yeah, it's get better every day. Um, that's what we tell them. Get 1% better, put in the work at practice, do what you need to do uh, to put yourself on the floor. Um, our big thing right now is who wants it. Who wants to go out and get it every day at practice? Who wants to get it in the games? Um, starting spots are uh, not set in stone. They're always up for grabs. And uh, we're starting to see some other girls step up and, and slowly work on their way up in the rotation. So I think the uh, biggest thing for us is to continue to get better, uh, finish out the season strong, and then next season we'll, we'll see how we are. Coach, I've been really impressed in the times I've seen you guys with the play of Macy Norman as a freshman. I know she. It's not. It's not easy to kind of step in to the starting lineup as a freshman and contribute the way that she has. Um, kind of. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Piper when she was asked to step into that starting rotation last year, um, and she gave you great minutes as a freshman. And no. What have you seen from Macy so far um, in the first basically ten games that you guys have played that you like about her play? Uh, Macy's one of the hardest workers I've ever coached. Uh, she's always in the gym. She's always putting extra work. She never complains. Um, if I could have 15 of Macy's, I'd take 15 of Macy's. Um, but Macy and Piper working together is great. Uh, I think Macy leans on Piper a lot for that experience. Um, 
to try to get better. Yeah. Uh, she's very hard on herself, which we try to say, you know, hey, take a little easy on yourself. Um, but I think she may have higher expectations for her than, than what we have for her, uh, which is good, you know, because she's not going to take uh, no for an answer and she's going to put in the work to succeed and get where she wants to be. Yeah, that's not a bad problem to have. The player expects more of herself than even her coaches. Uh, Bob, you, you look at um, your offense, and I felt like Thursday night better than the last couple of times I had seen you guys getting the ball into the post to Piper one-on-one situations, um, giving Macy the ball down low. Where's the offense at when it comes to that? And, you know, what are you guys doing to make sure, hey, we when we get into the half court, we're getting a good shot, a good look, and not – not turning the ball over for one, but also not just chucking up a shot that's not in the rhythm of the offense. Yeah, getting a ball to the uh, half court is the first <laughs> issue that we uh, have struggled with this season. Uh, but again, we, we got young guards, um, you know, Blair coming in off the bench, and then uh, Jade didn't really have the play point guard the last couple right. of years. Uh, so it, it's new for all of them. Um, but once we do get into that half court set, uh, we put in some new plays here recently that are really starting to be promising. Uh, we run them in practice, works against uh, the scout team. Um, it's worked the last couple games. We've put up over 30 points the last two games, which we haven't been able to do this season, but one other time before that we played Attica. Um, and really starting to focus on, hey, when the post is open, feed them the ball. Uh, they're busting their butt down there between Piper and Macy uh, and Maley and Jasmine, whoever's going in, playing the post, you know, they're working their butt off, get them the ball. You know, as, as a guard, you want to feed that ball. You want the assist. Uh, so we're really focusing on making that good entry pass, uh, Coach Foyes is doing a great job working on the post players with the misdirection and uh, just being strong, going up strong and getting the foul call, hopefully making the basket. When you look at what you guys got coming up, I mean, it's also nice to have a little bit of some time off between, because playing already 10 games, it's going to be have to be nice to get some time off before your next game on Tuesday to kind of just really work and improve, not really, but you want to scout and focus on Tri-West on Tuesday a little bit. It's more about just improving um, individually as a team for, for you guys. Yeah. Um, this uh, little break off here uh, for the weekend is going to be good for the girls. It's going to be good for the coaches. Um, there's this bug that's starting to go around from what I hear. So it's going <laughs> to nice girls can just stay home, rest, uh, get their bodies right and come out and be ready to play on Tuesday. Tri-West is uh, in a down year this year. Uh, I think it's a very winnable game for us and so we're going to go out and, and just play our game and see how we fare. All righty, Coach. Well, hey, thanks for coming in and joining us. Thank Best you. Best of luck to you guys Tuesday against Tri-West. That was North Montgomery Girls Basketball Assistant Coach Bob Riker. Chargers 2-8 and eight on the season. They'll play Tri-West, the second more conference foe, Tuesday night. Hey, we're going to take another break, come back. We have Crawfordsville Girls Basketball Coach Tyler Smith and Southmont Boys Basketball Coach Jake Turner. When we come back with more of the Montgomery County Sports Review, brought to you by Arnie's of Crawfordsville Live on Thunder 103.9. Wabash College is proud to support high school basketball in Montgomery County and wishes the players, coaches, and fans the best of luck this season. Wabash is nationally ranked for best access to professors, best classroom experience, best alumni network, highest alumni salaries, best run college, best school for internships, and best career services. Only Wabash made all of those lists. Shouldn't Wabash be on your list? Join them at Chadwick Court this season to support the NCAC champion Little Giants or schedule a full campus visit by calling 361-6100. At Wabash, you will learn more, earn more, lead more, and play more. Find out more at wabash.edu. 
Tune in Saturdays at 8 a.m. for all things Montgomery County High School Sports with the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie's and broadcast live from the Breakfast Company on Thunder 103.9. At the Forum Family Restaurant, you'll leave with your fill and more. Don't miss out on our weekly specials. All-you-can-eat tacos on Tuesdays, fried chicken on Thursdays, walleye perch or shrimp on Friday, and other delicious daily specials that you can stop by to check out for yourself. And you can get breakfast all day long. The Forum Family Restaurant, 1410 Darlington Avenue in Crawfordsville. Family owned and operated since 2002. Open daily 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. The Forum Family Restaurant. 1892 is a pretty big year. The Pledge of Allegiance is first recited. Coca-Cola is founded. And James Naismith publishes the rules of basketball. Oh, and Tri-County Bank opened its stores. This is Chuck Dixon, President and CEO. For 130 years, Tri-County Bank has served our great community, and we have plans to do so for at least 130 more. We do more than offer great banking products. You'll see us at the county fairs, at school functions, and community events. Why? Because that's what community banks do. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Now, back to the Montgomery County Sports Review, presented by Arnie. And live from the Breakfast Company, right here on Thunder 103.9. Back here at the Breakfast Company, we're live on Thunder 103.9. And we're now joined by Crawfordsville coach Tyler Smith. Athenians last night falling to conference foe Lebanon coach. Uh, struggles continued last night for you guys, especially offensively. Yeah, it's, uh, it, we knew it was going to be a tough opponent, especially, you know, they run, I think, 5'10", 5'9", 5'9", 5'8". So we knew we were going to be undersized, uh, especially we were down a senior. You know, one of our top rebounders, Abby Cox, is uh, currently out. So I think we're normally undersized anyway, and then take her out of the equation. Um, we knew it was going to be a battle on the boards. I thought at times we had pretty good defensive stands that we would collapse on the bigs and force tough shots and then they would get it right back and put it back in so it's kind of demoralizing to give up second and third chance yeah. points um the offensively still a work in progress um whatever defense is thrown at us we got to learn a way to uh, get comfortable and, and attack and, and stay in attack mode what if you would obviously like to be able to win a little more games in this stretch but what have you learned about um your team during because it's I mean when you look at these last few games I think I mean, Danville Greencastle uh, and now Lebanon it's been it's a tough stretch for for a young team especially yep. like you guys yeah I mean we, we'll see how they respond to you know games like uh, tonight against Attica right. which uh, by no means will be an easy easy game I think it's going to be a battle um, but we're going to see kind of how they respond. Um, we had stretches even at South Putt where we felt like that's a game we should have, you know, maybe they were favored a little bit, but we should have uh, kind of been in the game. And once we got going uh, halfway through the third, you know, I think we outscored them the rest of the way. And it was really, you know, it wasn't against their subs. It was against their starters. Um, we showed what we can do in a stretch, you know, 11, 12-minute stretch. So trying to get that to obviously higher, higher minutes, you know, closer and closer to the full 32 is the goal but um, i want to see how they respond I, we've responded a few times uh, this year after a tough loss uh, to win a couple games so hopefully that's the case tonight but uh, i think for the most part we're we're staying together and um i think taking uh taking each game as a example to learn and and we'll see if it uh continues jump right back into play today against attica i know that's sometimes a good thing to 
be able to forget the game last night. And you have all these games on your schedule. I know that you circle, hey, these are games we know we can compete in, have a chance to win. That's one that you're going to have tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Last time we had that same scenario, we were to, able to come out on top on a Saturday game. Um, I think it also helps with the other games throughout the week to know that you have sure. that game coming. And uh, even if you don't win uh, the other games, you're building towards something. And so we've actually... Uh, after this one, we only have one per week. The next two, we play Park Heritage and, and then North uh, to close out the semester. So kind of a frenzy of games turning into more of one per week here to finish it out, which will allow us some practice time. But as far as uh, from last night to tonight, uh, we're excited to get right back out there. And uh, I know Attica struggled against South, uh, but they uh, a couple other teams frontier and north they're right there with so we can't can't overlook them um they got some good guards so we'll see how does that change things the next couple of weeks and then i know it'll be that that nice week off or so four or five days at christmas how does that change things for you guys practice wise do you try to shorten practice when you have such a long time or do you have a couple days where you go longer how do you change the approach there we will typically do longer earlier in the week and then uh, a little lighter after um but we're still, even though we have a lot of the same stuff as last year, we have only you know a couple girls that played varsity minutes. So trying to really hone in what we're trying to do and then add little by little as we go, that's tough to do when you have one game between, you know, one day between games. But when you have three, four, five days, gives us the chance. Like, can we uh, review what we've done and slowly put in some new stuff that's not on film that's um, gives us a little little advantage with some of these opponents coming up. So. You know, as a, as a coach, maybe players don't like it so much having more practice, but as a coach, it's going to be uh, useful. Coach, how have you, with all these young players that you have, um, when you kind of sit, um, basically, you know, we're only kind of two months in, but at the schedule-wise, you're kind of at your halfway point. Um, where are you kind of compared to, probably would have liked to get a couple more wins on the board, obviously, but with this young team, where are they kind of now compared to where you thought they might be um it's probably pretty similar uh, we our biggest issue is taking care of the ball and getting into offense i feel like there's times there are spurts when we we look like a pretty good defensive team at times um there's times when we can uh press and times we can run a little bit but as far as like half court offense you know, obviously losing an all-conference point guard and some other girls that can handle the ball, that's the biggest thing. You know, do we uh, do we mix things up and uh, um, have someone else take the ball up the court, or do we have a couple? Do we have uh, screen and roll up top? Like, there's different things that we're weighing. Um, so that's the biggest thing is I was hoping we'd be a little further along with figuring that aspect out. But as far as other areas, uh, I feel like it's pretty close to where we thought. And... Uh, and as we say each year with our schedule kind of lightening up more yeah. towards the end, uh, you're building towards that. And it's uh, the biggest thing we've got to figure out how to how to protect the ball and set up a half-court offense. All righty, Coach. Well, hey, thank you for coming in. Join us this morning. Best of luck tonight against Attica and then closing out that schedule before Christmas with Park Heritage North Montgomery the next two weeks. Thanks a lot. That was Crawfordsville. Girls basketball coach Tyler Smith, the Indians fell last night to Lebanon. We'll have them on the radio again in a couple weeks. It'll be that county showdown at North Montgomery. That is Friday, December 16th. Hey, we're going to take one final break. Come back with Southpaw boys basketball coach Jake Turner. The Mounties have won two in a row. They're 2-1 and one on the season with the big county win last night over North Montgomery. We'll be right back.
with more coverage the Montgomery County Sports Review brought to you by Arnie's of Crawfordsville live on Thunder 103.9. Taylor, Chad, Manette, Schneider, and Clutter's commitment is to give clients sound legal counsel and valued legal services. They help people, businesses, and municipalities solve problems in many legal areas. When you call Taylor, Chad, Manette, Schneider, and Clutter, you can expect to be treated respectfully and with prompt service. They're committed to working with you to achieve your best result. For information or a consultation, go to tcmsclaw.com or call 361-9680. Taylor, Chad, Manette, Schneider, and Clutter. Commitment Service Community. 1892 is a pretty big year. The Pledge of Allegiance is first recited. Coca-Cola is founded. And James Naismith publishes the rules of basketball. Oh, and Tri-County Bank opened its stores. This is Chuck Dixon, President and CEO. For 130 years, Tri-County Bank has served our great community, and we have plans to do so for at least 130 more. We do more than offer great banking products. We assist us at the county fairs, at school functions, and community events. Why? Because that's what community banks do. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Davis Morrison Realty is now Morrison Realty Keller Williams. New name with the same great service for residents of Montgomery and surrounding counties. For all your residential, commercial, and farm real estate needs, call Morrison Realty Keller Williams. For over 50 years, Morrison Realty Keller Williams have been there for West Central Indiana, providing dedication, persistence, and professional real estate knowledge. Call Morrison Realty Keller Williams at 765-362-5878. Arnie's of Crawfordsville is proud to present the Montgomery County Sports Review. Aired on Thunder 103.9 WIMC Saturday mornings. Arnie's of Crawfordsville serves pizza, subs, sandwiches, dessert, and more. Order Arnie's of Crawfordsville for good food and great service every time. Meet you at Arnie's on 114 West Wabash Avenue. And listen for the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie's every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 to hear the latest on high school sports. Now, back to the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie. And live from the Breakfast Company, right here on Thunder 103.9. And welcome back to the Breakfast Company. We're live on Thunder 103.9, now joined by Southmont Boys Basketball Coach Jake Turner of the Mounties with a 43-31 win last night over North Montgomery. Coach, what was the message at halftime down by two? I I'm sure... Uh, you either talked all about free throws or you just left that alone altogether and just hoped that it would work itself out. Well, before I got in there, Dan, Chad, my varsity assistant, was just like, it's become mental now, guys. Yeah. And it's just like you got to not think about it. You got to trust your stroke, and then you got to knock them down. Uh, I was telling some people after the game, that, I mean, in the first half, it wasn't comical, but it was almost comical in the fact that, like, how can we miss this many in a row? But um, luckily in the second half, we were able to turn it around a little bit and get close to 50 or up to 50% by the end of the game. It's still not good, but it's better than it was. Um, but really the message at halftime was we're taking great shots. We're getting to the line. Uh, we're playing great defense. We held them to 15 points. Keep taking those shots and we'll, we'll make them. And, you know, I, I talked to the varsity guys before the game. It's either a good shot or a bad shot when it leaves your hand. Whether it goes in, you can't play those games. So we want to take consistent shots that we want to take on a, on a consistent basis. We're getting shots around the rim. We were getting to the free throw line. We were getting catch-and-shoot threes from our best three-point shooters. Just didn't make a lot of them. And, you know, luckily we were able to make a few more in the second half. So we talked about Carson Chad 
I mean, you told me last night, Coach, he <laughs> rebounded like a madman. And I had him with 18 rebounds, but and he, you could tell that, especially he's been that aggressive scorer, not only scorer, but also rebounder in your first three games, and he stepped up um, when, when his name was called, and love to see that out of your senior. Yeah, he's just... He's one of the most competitive kids that I've ever coached, and I, I truly believe that he kind of changed our culture when he came in as a freshman, um, just by how hard he practices. And he, he's he's used to competing with his older brother. Um, and I told him I went back and looked at Cam's career, and I said, I told Carson this week, I said, I believe you and Cam are tied in terms of career wins as a varsity player. So it'd be <laughs> nice to get you know the next one to take you over your brother against North on Friday. So. We were able to get that done, but you know Carson's just really competitive. He's a guy that even when he was younger, he would jump to the front of the line and he wanted to be a leader in our, our drills. He'd want to be the first guy. Um, he's a great defender. You know, he's arguably our best defender because he can. He's got really quick feet and he defends on the perimeter, and he's also strong enough to defend basically anybody we see on our schedule in the post. Um, he's a great ball handler. Uh, he has great basketball IQ. He's unselfish. In years past, you know, we would almost have to get on him because there'd be games last year where he would have four four shot attempts. Yeah. Um, I think our game at Western Boone, he had four shot attempts. And he, in his mind, he was just doing what he thought the team needed because he's like, A.B. needs shots, Logan needs shots. But we were like, you're our third best player. We need you to score right. as well. Whereas this year, he understands that, hey, this is what the team needs. i got to be more aggressive offensively. He's still, an, he's still a willing passer, but he understands that he needs to kind of get that defense in rotation and create that wheel where we, you know, now we draw and kick, then we redrive, and then we'll get interaction. I felt like the last three years, it's been burst of energy from Carson. Last night, and we maybe got a break here or there, but for 32 minutes, he was the hardest working player on the floor and there wasn't a close second from either team right yeah i got on him a little bit i was joking about uh his rebounding and sometimes sometimes he's inconsistent about going to the o boards last night we really got on him and he was conscious about i'm going to go to the o boards we wanted kyler to go to the o boards we wanted ej to go to the o boards we wanted carson to go to the o boards and when lucas oppie got in there we wanted him to go to the O boards, and you know, obviously, that's that was a big difference in the game, and the fact that we really hurt them on the glass, and we're able to get those fouls and get them in foul trouble, and then second opportunities. So. I mean, Coach, when talk about a, it was a physical county game, and I know you talked about North and credit to them for how physical they're playing and with a lot of those guys I mean excluding about Carson and EJ it was they got their real first taste of varsity county and Sagamore conference basketball last night yeah it was good for us um no Sagamore conference game is easy you know we play in a tough conference and you know I know coach Arnold he's he's a friend I really like him and uh his kids are tough. He's tough. Um, they're they're tough to play against. And, you know, I think it was a part of their game plan that they wanted to be physical with us. You know, they weren't going to let Carson get all the way to the rim. They were willing to take some of those bumps and, you know, see what the refs called and what they didn't call. Um, and I, I was pretty happy with the way all of our guys responded. Sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, and we talk to the guys about cherish the moment, 
enjoy the moment. You only get so many county games. You only get so many conference games. And really, you only get so many games in your career. I, I told them before the game, I said, go out and look around and embrace this environment. And because this is what you've been looking forward to since you were a kid in the driveway. You didn't look forward to you know, non-conference games. You wanted to play in the biggest games, and this is one of them. Uh, I thought Hayden Hess had his best game of the year. I, I think he'd been a little bit overwhelmed by the speed of the varsity game the first couple games. He was struggling with some confidence, been trying to build him up, and, you know, I think he got a drive to the rim in the third quarter, and I, and you could see, like, oh, I can do this. You know, I can beat beat these guys. And he, and he missed a couple shots, but, you know, he he got that confidence. Um, Kyler McCandless came in and got a, a couple great – uh, buckets in the second half off of cuts and off of low boards. He's been he's been great. He's got a great motor. Um, you know, Tripp played great defense on Jared Kirsch. Uh, one of the things is we want to try and limit his number of threes. And and Tripp, Dan told him he goes, I think that's the best game I've ever seen you play defense. And he got through screens and he was there on the catch. And we made made life difficult for Kirsch because he's a good good shooter. And uh, you know, I thought Lucas Oppie, he's been solid all year and and he stepped in and. Vince Ramondo, and it's just a total team effort. We told the guys, every guy that played stepped up, and uh, proud of them all. Obviously, their North Montgomery's individual foul trouble kind of changed the way they had to defend you guys in the second half. But I felt like you did do a much job, much better job of finishing at the rim and getting all the way underneath the basket instead of just maybe settling for a six-foot floater or something like that. Yeah. You know, sometimes against good defensive teams, and I, I do think Coach Arnold does a great job of getting his guys to understand rotations and be there on the catch and taking charges when you get in the paint. We talked about, especially with Carson, they're going to try and take charges on you because they want to try and get you in foul trouble. Right. So you're going to have to go straight up. He's got a good floater. You know, once you get to about the volleyball line or the edge of the edge of the paint, right. I'll take that shot every day because even if you miss it, you're in position to get a no board. Yep. Whereas opposed to a 15-footer, now, you know, that's really a tough two that you're taking and you're not in a great position to get a no board. Um, you know, I, I thought we were pretty patient and, and got the shots that we want. It's unfortunate we didn't make the free throws in the first half, uh, but uh, we'll be shooting some free throws today and hopefully we can knock them down tonight. <laughs> and back in action tonight against Cloverdale to, you know, a, a program that historically is, is good. I mean, and that's a, a program that for the long haul, Southmont, I'm sure, has tried to model themselves after. I don't know what, where they're at this year as far as talent and stuff like that, but they've been so good for so many years. Yeah, they don't return a lot from years past. They had the t Kyle Thomas kid who uh, who went and played in college. I'm not sure where he ended up. And, and Coach Rady has won a lot of games, and obviously his dad won a, a ton of games. He's gone, so they got a new coach uh, who's been there as an assistant for a while. So it's a lot of new faces for them. I think the biggest thing tonight is, you know, rebounding from an emotional win that's that's tough is you go from the high on a friday night uh, of beating a county rival and winning a big game and then you turn around the next day and you got to play a team where the crowd's not going to be as big um but we got it like we talked about you only get so many games and you don't want to waste any so we're going to watch some film last night watch a little cloverdale and be ready to strap them up tonight and I'm sure, you know, Vince Romando hitting that three last night. Talk about Hayden Hess getting some points in the second half. You talked about that. I just wanted to mention, I turned to Cody when Hayden missed, I think, his fourth free throw in a yeah. row. The first, you kind of see a smile on Hayden's face. It's, like, it, it's all mental at that point, mm -hmm. and you alluded to that. But those two guys uh, in the and some of these other guys that are just getting their first experience, 
that win last night and their successes has to really go a long way going forward because it's kind of something probably trips in their mind. Yeah. I mean, I, I was on the way here. I was listening to Coach Pierce talk about uh, there's a difference between JV and varsity. And, you know, even though Hayden and Kyler and Lucas and Vince and these guys have competed against, you know, we had a really good team last year and they competed against them in practice. It's just different when the lights come on. It's different when there's a crowd. Um, it's just a different level, level of physicality and speed once you get into a legitimate varsity game. And, you know, as I told Hayden, you know, I pulled him aside in the North Putt game when he came out and I said, does he seem fast? He goes, yeah, he does a little bit. I said, it's okay. It'll slow down every game, you know. And I thought it slowed down a little bit last night for him. And these other guys who don't have to handle the ball as much, like Kyler and Lucas, they can just come in and, and do what we ask them to do. Um, rebound, guard, um, you know, run the floor, cut off of EJ and Carson's drives. Not saying they, those guys can't drive the ball themselves, but, you know, their job's a little bit easier than Hayden's, who's, you know, being asked to run the point and get us into sets and stuff like that. But, again, great team effort. Love to make our free throws and uh, make a few more shots around the paint, but a win's a win, and we'll take that. All righty, Coach. Well, hey, thanks for coming in and joining us this morning. Congratulations on the big win last night. Good luck tonight. Thank you, fellas. Southmont coach Jake Turner. The Mounties with the county win last night over North Montgomery. Back in action tonight against Cloverdale at home. Cody will be there with live coverage. If you want to stay tuned on Twitter, Turn over your Twitter, Cody will have updates. I'm an addict. Addict, he's the addict. Crawford's a doubleheader. Crawford's a doubleheader. Yeah. Cody will get tweets for you. He'll yeah. get scores from Southmont, so we'll have yeah. uh, updates eventually Absolutely. Uh, from Southmont. And uh, they take on Cloverdale. Attica is at Crawford's. That's a girl boy doubleheader. North Montgomery's at Speedway. So four of the six teams in action this afternoon, Cody, and our Bob Cox will be at Speedway tonight, or this afternoon, covering it for us. So there you go. We'll have scores from that game as well, and we'll see yeah. if the Chargers can get their first win. A, a Speedway team that sometimes you just you don't know about yeah. the, about the spark plugs. They are up and down. They played some um, big games, some close games against North Montgomery and Crawford the last couple of seasons. So best of luck to the Chargers. They're on the road. The Mounties and the Athenians. They're both at home. Hey, as we wrap things up here, Cody, anything else you want to add about sports here in Montgomery County? Um, Wabash is home today at 2 p.m. at back at Chadwick Court. Um, looking to avenge. It was just a bad loss um, earlier this week against Earlham. Um, it's their North Coast, North Coast Athletic Conference opener. Um, Overland, the only team to defeat the Little Giants last season in conference play. That was, that was kind of a little bit of a upset last year. So Little Giants looking to bounce back. Um, wrestling, all three of our county wrestling teams are at the Weibo Duels. Um, as wrestling Sagamore Conference, yeah, essentially is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's basically a large conference meet. The yeah. three county schools won't wrestle each other, right. but um, that's in action. Um, swimming is just just beginning to get underway. All three of our county swim teams have been in, been in action. Um, so winter sports is really starting to ramp up, and it's just been an exciting time of Montgomery County sports. All righty, Cody. Well, hey, thanks for coming in and joining us this morning. We'll look forward to your coverage tonight. Crawfordsville and Attica will hit the airwaves again next week. We're off till Friday. Crawfordsville will host West Lafayette 
in boys basketball action coming up next Friday night. Myself, Billy R. will hit the air just after 7 p.m. Don't forget, tune in today. A lot of pro sports, college sports happening. USA and the Netherlands, 10 a.m. It's a knockout round in the 2022 World Cup. Big Ten Championship tonight, Purdue and Michigan. So, hey. I can't uh, believe I'm saying this, but boiler up. Boiler up. That's right, Cody. Boiler up. Purdue is in it tonight against Michigan. Hey, thanks for everybody tuning in to the Montgomery County Sports Review live on Thunder 103.9 presented by Arnie's of Crawfordville. And make sure to tune in on 106.3 today and tomorrow. It's a live remote from simpler times from 11 to 1 today. Crawfordville Christmas parade from 1 to 4 tomorrow. Have a great weekend, everybody.